Hello, welcome to today's special episode of Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. I'm Kobe. And uh, I'm Kevin. Yeah, today's episode is going to be... Nice and short. So this is going to be the first in our mini episode series. And what we're going to be talking about today is the Ahmad Arbery case. Ahmad Arbery. The the big case that's going on right now. So we thought this was actually a pretty good episode to start with our little mini episodes. You know, this isn't the normal common nonsense where we ramble and we kind of end up on topics. No, this one is actually going to be a focused discussion on this little bit going on. And so for this one, we think it's really important, especially in today's climate, to, to discuss this particular case because it's so telling of where, you know, different parts of America are at right now. You have the left jumping immediately to the racism bandwagon and going all, you know, this is so indicative of the inherent racism and hatred. No, nah, that's what the white liberals are saying. Well, yeah, no, but the left, the black so. liberals, the black lefties are saying this was a lynching. This man was hunted like game. Yeah, no, but it's the the overall theme being that this wasn't, you know, an, a race-based hate crime that happened oh, down there sure. in Georgia. Yeah. And then immediately the conservatives came out and said this had nothing to do with anything like that. And the reality is, you know, this is a case where two things can be true at once. A black man was killed in a horrible, disgusting way. And the pe- people who did it should be held accountable. And they could have done it without racial intentions. And, you know, there were people on the conservative side don't really want to name names because, you know, that's that's not our place. But, uh, <laughs> well, what I'll say, because, you know, the common like adage is that, uh, you know, it's probably somewhere in between. I don't like that. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times, in my opinion, one side is clearly right. But in this particular case breaking political uh like breaking it off categorizing it ideologically the left what their in my opinion what their fault is to it is automatically pulling out the race card yep the right however i think i fault them in overplaying his criminal history yeah i do think that adds context don't get me wrong but they're overplaying it um and not not all not all not all but some of, you know, your right wing media outlets are alluding. They don't ever come out and say it. This is all uh, conjecture from me and just yeah. how I read it. Um, they like to really put in a lot of focus on his criminal history to almost justify saying, well, he was yeah, already a and, criminal. And but, that's, you know, if he was a murderer, uh, that's one thing, but I, but it's still in my point of view the wrong place to do it because i think uh how and where someone is killed by being punished by a murder like for a murder is is a big deal um and that stems a lot from southern culture uh true grit is a great movie um labeef wanted to take uh whatever his name was and hang him down in texas and uh What's the main character, the girl's name? I forget. I it's forget, too. But she wanted to get him hanged in uh, Arkansas, where he had killed her father. Yeah. 
So the the and Labeef said he's going to be hung. He's going to be dead no matter what. But, but, Does it matter? And she was like, yes. So I think even if I know we're running off topic. Right, yeah, no. I, what I was going to say to that is, is even then, even if you suspected that the, the murder had been committed um, or that he was guilty of it. Ah no 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 we're not even we're not even gonna bring that we're what we're gonna talk about no is straight murder. up there we're gonna was talk no about murder. straight hold up, up what, hold up there was no murder yeah there was no murder involved in this this no was, murder this is a philosophical yeah we're getting way off yeah we got sidetracked okay um, so but, that's those are my two faults to the right and the left and I think they are overplaying one thing that I don't take and I it adds context and I think you're right but and I don't I don't think it helps first off let's let's go over the chain of events here. Um, so for those of you who don't know about this case currently going on down in Georgia, uh, a young black male was shot by two white men in what they claimed was a citizen's defense. Citizen's arrest, self-defense. So Yes, citizen's arrest, self-defense uh, case. The way they described it was that they tried to stop him. He kept on running. Um, they thought that he looked similar to someone who had been uh, suspected of breaking into people's homes in the area or, you know, going onto people's property. In actuality, he had just been on an open lot that was under construction. And personally, I have I have been in open lots that are un- under construction. We've gone in that. I've been in that case. Like, you don't you're not stealing anything from there. There's nothing going on there. It's It was a home that was being built. But regardless nothing that no one really saw anything taken and no one was in that house there was no reason to think that there was anybody in danger in that situation and so somebody called the police at that time and said that they saw a man fitting a mod's description in a white t-shirt running away from the house saying that they were in it these uh, two men saw him going down the street and followed him and tried to tried to talk to him like this is how they described it they tried to talk to him um they they had their guns. They tried to stop him. He went for the son's gun, who fired off a shot and killed Ahmad. Who fired off two shots, killed Ahmad. Uh, it seemed, you know, the way they described it, it was a cut and dry. They said we were just trying to, you know, talk to him, and he had, you know, he he went after us, kind of situation. Mm. And that's how it went down, according to the you know the local DA and everything. And that's what was that was what it was accepted, and nothing came of it until last week when it was brought up again um, by by the local community, as it very well should have been. Yeah, that the, nothing the, had happened. The woman in this case. was related to him. Yeah, uh, I think it was his mother or something. Mother yeah. or aunt, one or the other. Something was some, something like that, and it was brought up again. And video came out of the actual incident. And once you see the actual video, it's like oh. Yeah, this guy was murdered. So I, I referenced, I'm going to reference back to where he was at. Again, he was in a home. Yes, is that trespassing? Absolutely. So does trespassing necessitate violent confrontation? What it necessitates is, you Depending know, hey, you can't state. be over there. Get off this property. Um, stay here. I'm going to try to bring the police. If they go, you call the police and you give a description. Right? If you think they're on that property and they shouldn't be, then... The furthest extent it should ever go is, you know, trying to verbally tell them to stop and wait. The you don't you don't try to physically restrain him and to bring guns into the situation over this, um, because you suspect that he's involved in robberies in the area. Look, 
again, the police are the ones that need to be involved in this. And clearly, like, it hadn't seemed like there was anything violent related. So, watching this video, it does... It's, it seems very bad. It, se- it looks really bad. And then it's we get sus. into the media coverage of what's been going on. And you were pointing out, again, your problem with the way the conservative media has yeah. handled it. Yeah. Um, so and the common I, trope. I want to go ahead and first state, I tweeted about it just the other day. Um, I try to wait at least a week before I give my full opinion on something because I... I think we need to get back in the habit of always waiting a week before the public judges. Yeah. Um, obviously, Absolutely. we like to judge fast, mob, uh, groupthink, and stuff like that. We judge fast. I think we really do need to wait. So two examples that have happened that are more or less similar because the accusation is similar. You take Kavanaugh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, if you wait a week from the initial uh, accusation, you realize there's not that much evidence. Little to no. And then you take Joe Biden's. You wait a week and you realize, oh, there is actually some corrob- like some corroboration. There's at least evidence that she was talking about this when it happened. Yeah, but the, the corroboration was her saying, I bet if you look, my mom called into Larry King around this time 1993 or whatever yeah lo and behold there's an episode so that that alone is at least one uh you know corroboration so but i think that the problem that the conservative media has is that they went to the standard conservative trope which is you know this person has this past therefore yeah it's it's like and it's it's kind of like, no, if you believe that they have a criminal history for which they have been caught for crimes and punished, then when they are current in the current state, unless they're a fugitive, mm-hmm. the past doesn't matter because they're existing in a state where they have paid the punishment for their crimes. This is an individual instance. You must judge it based on the merits of, in this situation, was what happened justified? You can use, you know... If the evidence wants to present, here is our evidence, and you know, here's a pa- a history. There were reports of him breaking in. If there were reports of him breaking into houses previously and stuff like that, that's one thing. But to say that because he was, con- you know, found guilty of and convicted in a crime, of, you know, a shoplifting in 2018, therefore he's probably a burglar now, or he, what he's doing was burglarizing uh-huh. now, is. It's just ridiculous, and I think the conservative media is, not all, obviously, but there have been some that are just shooting themselves in the foot because it's like, no, that doesn't matter what he was accused of. Even if you listen to that 911 call, he's not being accused of anything that someone should die over. Yeah, for sure. And so they're shooting themselves in the foot that way, but then the leftists are taking it so far to the extreme that they're going to shoot themselves in the foot and not in a way that they don't even see coming. So they've turned this into such a race issue. No, 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 no. Not like, so they've turned this into such a race issue that they have made it like that these guys, the McMichaels were charged with murder, Uh not, you know, I believe it's first degree murder they're being charged with. They're not going to get that. So they're being overcharged now, which is 
exactly what happened in the OJ case. So now they're going to end up shooting themselves in the foot because the, the charges that they're put pressuring their people to go after, you know, their their local DA. The Zimmerman one was overcharged. Yeah. So you're you're asking for too much. It's like go after them for what you. That And that's why it's so important to not call this more than what it is and not tr- try to drive it up. Because if you're going to accuse them of that crime, that is the crime that they're going to be on trial for. You, If you are able to be honest about it and say this is a horrible thing, like, you know, you can say that him being a black person running in a neighborhood, you know, at at that moment, sure, people were probably prejudiced against it or not prejudiced but they were you know they were going to like associate him no matter what um and that led to the wrongful death but to say that the 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 family did it because he was black uh is is and then take that into hate crime territory and get it try to get it charged in similarly if that's the crime you think he's committed and want him committed for the evidence will bear out whether or not that's what happened here. And I do not believe that there is going to be enough evidence to try to get these guys for, you know, for a racially motivated murder. And it's going to end up shooting the left in the foot and turning into even more outrage. And yeah, see, and I think that's on purpose. Yeah, no. And well, I think that there's some, some are using it to their advantage, you know, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton and their whatever local versions of that they have. And the mass medias. Yeah, CNN, NBC. Yeah, no, but they are, and they're, but they're using legitimately angry. They're using legitimately angry uh, communities to fuel their own narrative, and there's, and it's shitty. Like you have LeBron James coming coming out and saying, "Every time we leave our homes, we are hunted." Shut the fuck up, dude. Seriously. Little, you know, little context hey, here. You're you going to throw yourself in the hot water saying saying that to a black man when he talking about black issues. Just yeah, well, when, when you're going to just come out here and try to say that you, a member of the most elite substrata of human beings on planet fucking Earth, know what it's like to go outside your home and be hunted. I'm sorry, but if you're going to look at the fucking statistics, the only thing hunting you if you're if you're a black man in America is another black person. Like, if you're being hunted in your neighborhood, it's probably because you're a member of a rival gang, not because some white man's trolling your neighborhood. And to, to completely shift this narrative over to race-based and ignore the actual realities, the actual shit that's going on in these neighborhoods, is it's, it's wrong, it's dejected, and I'm just, I look at this and I go, LeBron, you're, you're sitting over here trying to talk as if you know what this is like. You live, the situation you find yourself in is one of such bliss and comfort, you can no longer relate. And not only that, you're fueling fear that is non-exist that should be non-existent. If we actually want to talk about this, then if you want to say that there's a race-based crime problem, how about you look at the fact that uh, that in 2017, I believe, of 600,000 violent crimes between black people and white people, 90% was black on white and only 10% was white on black, according to the FBI. Like... Stop trying to turn this into a race narrative because then people are going to take the actual facts such as the ones that I just listed to fuel their own race-based narrative. And you're going to end up shooting yourself in the foot if you are not honest about what is going on. All you are going to do is make things worse. They're not honest. 
the we heard it in Chernobyl. Every lie has a price, and eventually you're gonna pay the price for your lies. And the price here is never actually seeing. You want to make better communities for your children. You want to make better communities for your grandchildren, but you cannot be honest enough to make it to start it. You cannot be honest enough to actually begin making change. And it's it's never going to fix anything. Hey, what Michael Jackson say? Enlighten me, my friend. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. I'm standing at the man. And the mirror, oh, yeah. Maybe if the community stopped saying, hey, maybe it's because we're black. Instead, they said maybe it's because we don't encourage, you know, proper habits such as two-parent households enough. Stop saying it's because I'm black and start saying it's because, you know, uh, maybe we've elected Democratic leaders that have for years and years and years kept us impoverished and put policies before us. Like... No, stop, stop looking at your race and in finding the causality there. Sure, there are racists in the world and there are horrible people in the world. But, make, but using them as an example for every person on the planet is never going to lead to success. So do you remember Eric Harris? Um, he was shot by a sheriff deputy assistant, a.k.a. a volunteer, um, when he was... He was on the ground and he was getting handcuffed. Yes. And the sheriff came yep. and shot him in the back. Yep. I remember the scene that one. Do you remember the location? Enlighten me. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Anyway, so it's Tulsa Sheriff Deputy uh, Bates. Uh, let's see if I can get his first name. Robert. Robert Bates. Um, he was a volunteer and he said he, mis- he mistook his stun gun. And accidentally grabbed his handgun. So his taser is in the front, but he drew from his hip. But he said they felt the same and that, you know, the the stress of the situation. He's like 70. Dude's old as hell. Like, look at that. That's the police officer that did it? Yeah. Well, he's not a police officer. He's a volunteer sheriff deputy. Oh, my Jesus. Well, so there's actually some more stuff that goes into that. Um he funded a lot of equipment, so they kind of let him play Barney Five. That's what he was, uh, essentially a Barney Five. If I can get, if I figure out, yeah, Bates is now seventy four. No, twenty sixteen. Seventy four in twenty sixteen, and it happened in twenty fifteen. So he was like seventy three when he shot him. Jesus. One nobody that old should be a deputy. Not, not, you should not be in law enforcement at 70 unless you behind the desk typing papers. No, you shouldn't be out there running around. Anyways, so they charged him with manslaughter, got him, and he's in there for like 20 years or something like that. They went after the honest punishment and which big facts he should have got it. I clapped. Yeah. When he got sentenced. Yeah. Even though he's old, I was like, nah. Yeah, you it make, was an accidental manslaughter that took another human's life. Sure, it was accidental. That doesn't mean you're not going to spend a long time in jail paying penance for your crime. Exactly. Like, so, like, I was happy with the decision. Yeah, he's an old man. I understand. With every I, right comes I, a responsibility. I, would, I kind of, I believe that it was probably an accident. You still gotta, you gotta go reap what you sow. Yeah. No. So, yeah. same thing with these people. In my opinion, as the, the, the facts stand currently, 
Um, I think you cannot get them with first degree because that's premeditative. Yeah. You might be able to get them with the second or third. I am not a lawyer. I don't know anything about the difference between first or second and third and manslaughter one, except manslaughter is like accidental. And I don't, I don't know about murder two Mur- and three. Murder one but, is premeditated. Murder two is, uh, is crime of passion or spontaneous. Manslaughter is accidental. Like, okay. Well, somewhere in between there. Crazy that manslaughter is actually worse. I mean, manslaughter sounds so much worse than any yeah, of the other ones. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he, th- these people fall in, well, at least uh, the son. The son's the one that pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at least the son uh, fits somewhere in there. So uh, in my opinion, I don't know Georgia law. So Oklahoma law and Georgia law are definitely different. I only know bird law, so... Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, and Alabama law is a little bit different as well because one, uh, like, so the only reason I bring up Alabama is they're both those southern states, so I would assume they, they share some laws. Um, Alabama has actually got the longest constitution in the world. Nice. In the It's like almost a thousand page long constitution, man. Like almost... A one thousand page long constitution. That's that's yeah. They put some work. Yeah, no, it's insane. They were sweating, dabbing their forehead with a handkerchief. <laughs> Anyways, um, in so the massive difference between Oklahoma and Alabama, um, Oklahoma has castle law. So everything that is your property, your castle, house. Car is included with that, uh, uh, RV, yeah. stuff like that. Even places that you're renting is considered your domain, your castle, your place of, of uh, shelter and stuff like that. Uh, so anywhere on your property, on, in your castle, you may shoot unless they are fleeing. So if you have land, if you're a landowner and they are running, you're not allowed to shoot them in the back. Um, a woman would most likely get away with it because of you know yeah women women are given lighter women are always given comes, lighter sentences especially for when it comes crimes. with self-defense yeah. self-defense in particular women get away with it because you you just let women take care of it. it's like convicting a child for shooting a man who broke into his house and then started running out the door um if i'm eight i'm still shooting anyway so in alabama though it doesn't matter if they if their feet are on your property, you can fire. No warning shot, no nothing. You don't have to even have the no trespassing sign. Another really stark difference between Oklahoma and Alabama is that Alabama actually wins college football playoff games. They also but, fuck their cousins. So, um, oh. but yeah, no, like if they are on your property, you can shoot like at all. In Alabama, yeah. As far as I know, that's how it was because there was right around the Zimmerman thing, there was a. I think a black guy who was just pinged off like 300 yards away from the guy's house, but he was on his property and they, I mean, it didn't go anywhere. I think it was on national media for like a day because the court, like the case was so clear cut. It literally states if they're on your property, then they have no expectation to life or something like that. It is like crazy. That's yeah. Yeah, well, essentially is what it said. But so c- clear cut. I don't know about Georgia. Doesn't matter. He wasn't on the property when he was shot. 
that's that's another true thing. Um, like I said, as 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 the facts stand now, if the man was unarmed, you cannot meet lethal force without having a lethal threat. Um, through the tussle, uh, the uh, Travis McMichael put up. himself in the situation of having it more dangerous by having his firearm not holstered, properly slung, this and that. He was not carrying it correctly. If he was open carrying, I put quotations around that. Yeah. If he was not open carrying, or, you know, if he was open carrying, he should have it secured. It should be secured. So it should be very disadvantageous for uh, Ahmad Arbery to have a fight for the firearm. Yeah. You know, mine's in my holster. Yeah. And it's concealed. Even if it, when it's open carry, it is hard to pull out. It, you're Unless you sneak up behind me, that's your best chance. But you're probably not getting it off of me before I punch you in the face. So Yeah. No. And honest, honestly, um, I think the key takeaway that we need to have from this case is that there's there was absolute violations from the dis- DA when it from the outset. There needed to be an immediate investigation. These men did not handle the situation properly at all. They escalated a situation that did not need to be escalated. They killed a man who should not mm-hmm. have been killed for a crime that no matter no matter what did not deserve uh, the punishment that he got. And this can all be true without him also being racist and yeah. or without them also being racist. So just just take this as a as a lesson in wait for the information to come out, make your own judgments and be honest about the case because this is going to be yet another stark example of the way on, a lack of honesty sensationalizing giving into the emotional side of things is only going to be a detriment as we move forward so yeah i I just want to leave you guys with one quick advice um this is what i use um if you agree with this by all means use it and you probably already use it whether you've put words onto it or not so it doesn't matter whether it's a civilian shooting or a police shooting um, if there is enough evidence to play out the scenario in your head, uh, by all means do this. So what you're going to look for um, in determining whether the uh, person who fired the shots was justified or not, whether if it's a police, substitute a regular citizen in there. Yeah. And if it's a regular citizen, that job's already done for you. All you do is it doesn't matter whether they were investigating because, in my opinion, neighbors should be neighborly. Yeah. And if someone seems like they're in distress at all or someone might have caused someone else to be in distress, I do think it's more or less our right to at least check in on a party or both parties to make sure that everyone's safe and good. That is how crime gets stopped. Yeah. And slowed down is being vigilant. Don't go crazy. Of course not. But this is what I'm going to say. So when you when you look at videos of uh, whoever getting shot running away from something or arguing with the police and they get shot or getting pulled over and getting shot, whatever, doesn't matter color, anything like that. 
But look at, always say it's a, is it was a regular citizen. Were they justified in shooting? And all that you need to know was, was their life threatened? Um, I know the stand your ground law is, do you perceive that your life is threatened? That's legalese. Stay out of that. I want you to be real with yourself and say, was, if I were in that position as well, would my life had been threatened? If that's the case, if your life is threatened, which fist can kill you, especially when someone is on top of you and in a dominating position to where you cannot escape, always deescalate. But if, if it's obvious that when you're watching the video, that person could not get away and their life seemed reasonably like they were threatened, then yes, they're justified. And if those boxes are not checked off, no, they're not justified. And I keep that as consistent with the police and you should keep it even more consistent and have a higher, um, you know, the bar should be set higher the, for the them. The threshold should be higher for the police. Because they're trained. Thoroughly supposed to. I don't believe it. No, they are. They absolutely are. And Sometimes. I mean, not the old ones. <laughs> they get a, they get lazy. They don't. Dude, those. A lot of, that's a problem. A lot of police, anywhere, like, anywhere you have a union, that's a problem. But public public uh, public service unions are a discussion for another day. For sure. This has been the first episode, our first mini episode of Common Nonsense. Uh, the Instagram is now live. If you guys want to send us messages, we will be receiving them at, at common nonsense. Um, we will be getting a uh, Twitter up here soon. It's all about getting content out there. So yep. you guys, thank you for bearing with us through this one and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you. Like, share, subscribe.